The challenges facing women's football around the world continue to be exposed in the lead-up to next month's World Cup in New Zealand and Australia. Canada's women are involved in industrial action with the national body. England's Lionesses are caught in a club-versus-country battle and a former French captain has been recalled after a two-year absence due to a falling out with a coach. FIFA football's Sarai Barryman isn't shying away from the issues and believes it doesn't take the shine off the global tournament. We understand that there are a lot of challenges that our players and and others involved in the sport have to overcome and if a World Cup can bring uh, those challenges to the surface, expose them and ultimately help us to find a way to overcome them, I think that's a healthy part of our growth uh, as a sport and something that's really necessary. And we're joined now by sports reporter Felicity Reid. So, Felicity, what impact does Sarai Barryman see the World Cup having on the issues closer to home? Well, she's a former Samoa representative and she grew up in New Zealand. So she says that she recognises the difference between what some of the European and North American players will be facing compared to the players from around the Pacific. She has been currently travelling through the Pacific and visiting some of these countries. And she says that you can't underestimate the impact of having a World Cup has on decision makers. She says that having this in this part of the world, it's the first time that a Women's World Cup has been held in the Asia-Pacific region. She says having it here, that these countries in this area have to leverage off it. They have to be able to like a World Cup brings together all of these top brass. They bring together the FIFA president, they bring together general secretaries, they bring together all of the member association people in terms of club owners, CEOs, and having all these people together at a World Cup, it's the only time that they really get to see the full impact of what women's World Cup can do. So it's having all of these people together and showcasing the game in that way. She says that's the time when you can actually make a difference and that moving forward that these people will actually see what this means to the women and she says exposing the issues that the women face even though they're different all around the world is really important because it's an opportunity if as we speak about them in the media as the fans sort of uncover it as they look closer to see how far their team's going in these tournaments and what the issues that these women face are that it's important to be able to use this tournament as a way to sort of unearth it, I guess, a little bit. She's not shying away from those things, and she's saying that this is an opportunity, and especially when it's in this part of the world and maybe some of the women in some of the Pacific Islands are not getting the same opportunities. It's an opportunity for them and for their administrators to take a look at what can actually be done. Okay, to cricket now, murmurings about the black cap schedule for the Cricket World Cup. Tell us more. Yes, that's right. There's been quite a delay on this. It's normally a year out from a World Cup that you would actually have a schedule in place. This official schedule is not actually out until next week. There's been a draft one floating around that most nations have had a look at and have had some feedback and input in. And ESPN Cricket Info is reporting that New Zealand will face England in the opening game on October 5. That is a replay of the 2019 World Cup final, the one that the Black Caps fans don't really want to talk about. <laughs> the last ball, dramatic, super over, tiebreaker loss there, the one they probably haven't recovered from. So they're going to be able to watch that again as the opening game of the tournament. They're also saying that New Zealand will be playing host India in Dharmasala on October 22. Australia at the same venue a week later. South Africa a few days after that. And rounding out the round robin against Pakistan with a day match. So these are all interesting sort of permutations for this tournament as we wait, I guess, to see if this is really confirmed and set in stone, especially as it's nearly four months out from the tournament. The tickets aren't actually on sale because these matches aren't locked in. So fans wanting to go to the World Cup in India, a little bit cutting it a little bit close for them to be able to actually travel and make their own arrangements to attend this event. Well, pencil it in in the meantime, Felicity. That's our sports reporter, Felicity Reid.